Welcome, Outsiders. You're listening to the H&H Outfitters Podcast. What's going on, guys? It's Alex. I'm driving into work. It's June 15th. Um, Cobb is out of town for a couple days, so we don't have our, our normal podcast that we're doing. Um, so I figured I'd give you a little rant on my way into work. Um, I saw something very interesting this morning. It was a video. It was posted uh, by Outdoor Life, and it was talking about the decline of hunters in the world, and well, North America specifically, and it really got me thinking about hunting, angling, hiking, cycling, camping, anything outdoors, um, and, and the decline in all of it. Um, and while you guys go out into the woods or to the river or to your favorite hunting spot, and you might see more hunters in those spots, that's a different situation, and I want to make sure that everybody's clear on that. That that is that does not mean that there's more hunters. That means that there's less hunting land. That doesn't mean that there's more anglers. That means that there's less and less public access opportunity. So everybody's having to pile into one spot or multiple spots that are um, the few that are left public. Um, I think that that's. I think that that's a really, really big hurdle that the outdoor industry is going to have to face over the next 10 years. And that's that's not my opinion. That's, that's factual information. I mean, hunting and fishing license purchases are down. One thing that the, that the video explained um, that... Obviously, this isn't an opinion piece. This is uh, this is something that is based on on actual numbers. Um, regardless of what you think, every time you go to your go to the river or your hunting spot, the numbers are down. People buying fishing licenses, people paying for hunting licenses, they're all down. So this is a problem. This is a huge problem for not just businesses in the outdoors. It's a huge problem for people who love the outdoors and who enjoy the outdoors because as the volume of people purchasing licenses goes down, the cost of licenses goes up because the cost of maintaining those resources maintain the same. So if you're wondering why the prices of your licenses keep going up, that's part of it. There's inflation, there's a death by a thousand cuts here, but there it's that's a big part of it. And one thing that, that I think is extremely important to note is that the traditionally the American hunter angler has been statistically a white male of middle income. And I think that that, that just doesn't accurately reflect our country anymore. And I think that it's important that we understand that and that we, as we recruit new people into the fold of, of out the outdoors in general, that we remember that it's not just our, our manly white friends that want to do it, you know? And 
I think that ultimately, the more people we have, and this is, I think, this is fact, the more people enjoy something, the, the larger the amount of people who enjoy something, the or, or, or are involved in something, the more they will protect it. The more you love it, the more you're inclined to protect it. And this isn't a political thing. This isn't a ideological thing. This is facts. This is science. This is facts. This is math. <laughs> That's all this is. And you have to, we have to, as people who enjoy the outdoors, get people into the outdoors. All people. Inner city people. Rural people. Black people. White people. Men. Women. Children. Older people who, I mean, there's 80-year-old people out there who've never picked up a fishing rod. And it's super important that as the core demographic, males, baby boomer males, grow older and frankly die off, that we're growing their replacements. Sounds kind of morbid when you think about it that way, but that's facts. It's just facts. And I think that I think that we need to do a better job. And when I say we, I'll specifically refer to H&H Outfitters. Do a better job of recruiting people into the fold. Getting people into the outdoors that wouldn't normally have the opportunity to be in the outdoors hunting, fishing, camping, kayaking, I don't care what it is, Um, because there are interests that will take that away from us, there are private interests, there there are government interests, there are a lot of different things, and this isn't a debate about guns, this isn't a debate about fish, this is just a debate about, it's not even a debate, this is just a a warning, if you will, that if we don't do a better job of recruiting lots of people and all people that we can get our hands on into the outdoors, we're going to have a serious problem in the next 10 years. I truly believe that. So I challenge you, and we might actually make kind of a campaign around this, but I would challenge you to invite one non-angler with you the next time you go or one non-hunter with you the next time you go and and adopt a person and bring them into it and take them multiple times get them into doing it over and over and over again right now I've got a nephew he came from a hunting family but he himself was never an, an, an outdoorsy family but he himself was has never really done much of it and he wants to go fishing and I'm going to take him and it's going to be a little difficult because the kid knows nothing about any of it. I'm going to have to tie knots. I'm going to have to lose 10 bucks in flies. I'm probably not going to get paid in gas. Or if I take him out in the boat, I'm probably going to, you know, have a reel that knots up on me or, you know, whatever. But it's worth it because it's one more person who cares? And that's really what it's about. Once again, it's not about politics. It's not about ideological things. It's about 
the fact that we need people enjoying the outdoors. We need more people buying licenses. We need more people getting outside. This isn't even about a technology debate. I mean, technological advances have have changed the way that we hunt and fish, changed the way that we enjoy the outdoors, kept us safe, all of these things. I'm not griping on technology. I don't think people, I'm not going to be that guy who stands up and says you spend too much time on your iPad or your iPhone playing video games, whatever it is. But I will say that we don't do enough as the people who are out there doing it. We don't do enough to grab these folks and pull them in. Um, because it's hard. It's not easy. Taking an eight-year-old kid fishing is hard for somebody who is going out there, somebody who goes fishing all the time. You know, you put an eight-year-old on your boat, it's a problem, typically. Um, I just had my three-year-old daughter on the boat the other day, and it was not easy, but she had a blast, and she's starting to understand what it means and grow an appreciation for it. Taking a novice hunter in the duck blind with you is hard. It's not easy. However, that person is going to buy a license. That person is contributing to the resource. And that's really what it comes down to. There's mismanagement. I'm not going to BS you and tell you that there's not some mismanagement of funds. I'm also not going to sit here and pretend like there's not... Um, a loss of public lands or misuse of public lands. Uh, there's problems. But the number one thing that we can do is get people involved. And the more people we have putting money into the system, helping to buy licenses, the more people we have purchasing hunting weapons, responsible hunters, responsible um, gun owners, the, the more we have an opportunity to talk and get people to understand the way of life that they don't understand. It's all about understanding. There's a lot of people out there who are anti-hunting. There's people out there who are anti-fishing. All of that. If they would spend one day fishing or one day hunting, they would understand it more and they, and they would have a different point of view. I firmly believe that. But we don't invite them because we just immediately go, oh, you you don't think the way I think, then, you know, screw you. I don't have time for you. You don't think the way I think. And I, the, let's get into a bigger conversation about how that's the major problem with our society today is a world of people who say, you don't think the way I think, I don't have time for you. It's ridiculous. And it doesn't help us in any way. So, it's Friday. Just go about your day. You go about your plans for the weekend. Think about that. As you're loading up the boat, as you're getting your gear ready to go, as you're cleaning your gun, as you're whatever it is you're doing. You're going to go out and do some target practice. You're going to go out and um, shoot your bow. You're going to go take the kayaks out. You're going to go on a trail ride whatever it is. Camping. There's, I know full-grown people who have never gone camping and it blows my mind whenever they say it. Let's take them. 
Let's invite them. Let's get those people. I can tell you a perfect example. My brother-in-law, David Green. One of my favorite people on planet Earth. But when I first met him, the guy had never cleaned a fish. He'd never... Honestly, I don't know that he'd ever really caught a fish. And now... I can't keep him out of the boat. And I love taking him. Is it a little bit more work? Yeah, it's a little bit more work. Do I care? No. Because really what it's about is about spending time in the outdoors with the people that you love and the people that you care about. And that's really all it is. And if that goes away, it's going to be a sad day. So as you get ready to go out this weekend, think about that. Invite somebody that you wouldn't normally invite. Get them into it. Make it a practice. You will be glad you did. Enjoy your weekend. We will talk to you soon.